so we will discuss the fifth chapter universal declaration of human rights uh, by lay levin uh, the idea of human rights as an academic discipline is more or less a recent phenomenon although the concept has always been an integral part of any consideration of community life in modern times the concept of human rights crops up wherever the basic rights of human beings seem to be appear in jeopardy be it through slavery war genocide or attacks against human dignity it is especially significant today as serious violation of human rights are being reported every day from different corners of the world unless people are made aware of their basic rights they cannot be educated in the ways and means to defend themselves and to fight back when they are denied their rights the extract on human rights is adapted from human rights questions and answers by lay levin the distinguished british human rights specialist the book was conceived by the unesco as part of a comprehensive system of education for human rights democracy and peace the book has since then been used by activists and non-governmental organizations involved in the promotion of human rights lelevin introduces the need for emphasizing the importance of human rights and takes through the various stages of the formulation of the universal declaration of human rights she lists out its fundamental objectives and the provisions of the charter that refer to a wide range of issues ranging from slavery to more recent issues concerning refugees and their rights so in this uh, chapter um, is written by lay levin so he is a distinguished british human rights specialist so in this uh, this chapter we are uh, discussing about universal declaration of human rights so actually what do you my human rights manushya avakashangal endakka avakashangalana humans nallathu illa nammala basic rights endakkeyana so uh, that is what we are discussing in this lesson so this portion that is uh, the human rights it is recently it is considered as an academic discipline it is a area of study it is considered as a separate wing to discuss among every uh, discuss as as a part of our study and uh, this concept human rights is an important concept uh, which should be considered in our everyday life and we should be aware of each one of you must be aware of all the rights what are your individual rights you must know about it so it is considered as a important study matter and in these recent years in modern times the concept of human rights appears in every field wherever there is uh there is a restriction or control on human right there appears the freedom of right evidiyano nammal restrict cheyapadunnathu allengil nammalku adu nishedhikapadunnathu aa sthalathu nammal endu cheyunu nammal endanu varunnathu adu automatically avade and your importance nammal avade kaanikkana so each one of you should aware of all the human rights the basic rights of a human so uh, in modern times the concept of human rights crops up crops up means appear 
wherever the basic rights of human beings seem to be jeopardy or it through slavery war genocide or attacks against human dignity so wherever it is attacked against human uh, dignity there comes the importance of uh, our human rights the basic rights of a human being it is especially significant today as serious violation of human rights are being reported every day from different corners of the world so you know all know that in a newspaper almost in all days uh, there will be a news where it is violated so it is an important topic important topic to be discussed among us so also it is a usual thing it comes as a common incident that where we can see the right of a human being is violated so it is a very serious subject to be studied as an academic discipline so unless people are made aware of their basic rights they cannot be educated in the ways and means to defend themselves and to fight back when they are denied their rights so only one uh, only then when each one of you should aware of your rights you must uh, you must or you should know yourself what are the individual rights that you possess only then you can defend it or you can support it or you can use in your everyday life everywhere we have you are seeing that it is violated in different ways and it is compulsory that everyone must know about the universal human rights our basic right only and it should be made popular only as an academic discipline as a student you should know about or as a people every month should know about your basic human rights the universal declaration of human rights what are your individual rights what are the rights you possess that nobody can question so that you should know it's an important thing in your life so only then if you are denied you if you are denied of your rights and you are aware of what are the rights you have only then you can fight back le ningalde avagashangal endanu arnjale ningalkku adu tirichu respond cheyan pattu ningalde avagashangal arnjudengil ningal endu vicharikkum ayala paranjadana seri ennu paranjittu ningal adu respond cheyada povum so it's very important that each and every one of you must know about your uh, about your individual rights so the extract on human rights is adapted from human rights question and answers by lay living the distinguished human rights specialist so this extract is from uh, the writing of lay living and it is adapted from human rights questions and answers by questions and answers so this lay living is a uh, important specialist in british human rights and this book was conceived by the unesco as part of a comprehensive system of education for human rights democracy and peace so this is this in this text we get a brief discussion about our rights democracy and peace and the book has since then been used by activist and non governmental organizations involved in the promotion of human rights so all these are all these peoples are using this and lay levin introduces the need for emphasizing 
the importance of human rights and takes us through the various stages of the formulation of the universal declaration of human rights so this text or these lesson mainly focus on two things first is the importance of he is emphasizing the importance of human rights what are the importance of human rights what are the basic human rights one must know so you should know about that what are our individual rights so it is emphasizing the importance of human rights and also it takes us through the stages stages of the formulation of universal declaration of human rights what are the reasons behind to formulate such an idea that what are the individual rights one must preserve in the കാരണങ്ങളാലാണ് അങ്ങനെ ഒരു ഡിക്ലറേഷൻ ഉണ്ടായത് എന്തൊക്കെയാണ് ആ ഡിക്ലറേഷനിൽ വരുന്നത് സോ ഹൗ ഇറ്റ് ഇസ് ഫോംഡ് വാട്ട് ആർ ദ കാസസ് ബിഹൈൻഡ് ദീസ് ഓൾ ദീസ് തിങ്സ് ആർ ഡിസ്കസ്ഡ് ഇൻ ദീസ് ലെസൺ സോ ഷി ലിസ്റ്റ് ഔട്ട് ഇറ്റ്സ് ഫണ്ടമെൻ്റൽ ഒബ്ജക്റ്റീവ്സ് ആൻഡ് ദ പ്രൊവിഷൻസ് ഓഫ് ദ ചാർട്ടർ ദാറ്റ് റഫർ ടു എ വൈഡ് റേഞ്ച് ഓഫ് ഇഷ്യൂസ് റേഞ്ചിങ് ഫ്രം സ്ലേവറി ടു മോർ റീസെൻറ്റ് ഇഷ്യൂസ് കൺസേണിങ് റെഫ്യൂജീസ് ആൻഡ് ദേ റൈറ്റ്സ് സോ ഷി ഈസ് ലിസ്റ്റിംഗ് ഔട്ട് വൺ ബൈ വൺ ഓൾ ദ ഇൻസിഡൻസ് that formulated this charter this universal declaration of human rights and the fundamental objectives of declaration of human rights the provision of the charter that refer to a wide range of issues so all issues related to this universal declaration of human rights she is pointing out in this text that is beginning from slavery to the most recent issues concerning the refugees and the right of these refugees so it's a very good lesson which discusses about the importance of basic human rights so next part vocabulary is given uh, before you read the article list some words related to slavery and human rights that you can uh, do as an assignment and after you go through lelevin's article you should know about mark a list of landmarks in human history mentioned in the article and find out the year in which the following rights or bills or charters was signed so four things are given first is magna carta second petition of rights third bill of rights american bill of rights and fifth is declaration of the rights of man and the citizen so magna carta magna carta have you heard of magna carta or might be studied in school it is also also called great charter of freedoms commonly called magna carta and it is a royal charter of rights agreed to by king john of england uh, this magna carta it is signed on 15th june 1215 that is the year of magna carta 15th june 1215 so uh, this magna carta promised the protection of church rights protection for the barons from illegal imprisonment then access to justice then also limitations on feudal payments to the king so all these were the main provisions in this magna carta or otherwise known as great charter of freedoms uh, next is bill of rights bill of rights uh, includes the first 10 amendments to the united states constitution and this amendment adds to the constitution specific guarantees of personal freedom and rights 
and it got uh, the bill of rights amendments add to the constitution specific guarantees of personal freedom and rights then clear limitation on the government's power in judicial and other proceedings then explicit declaration that all powers not specifically granted to the us congress by the constitution are reserved for the state or the people so all these amends, amendments are built upon uh, these documents especially the documents where virginia declaration of rights it is in 1776 then northwest ordinance 1787 and english bill of rights 1689 and magna carta 1215 so all these bill of rights based on all these declarations next is uh, petition of rights petition of rights was passed on 7th june uh, 1628 it is also uh, this petition of right rights is also an english constitutional document uh, explaining about specific individual protection against the state and it has also equal value to magna carta and the bill of rights in 1689 and uh, this petition of rights was a part of wider conflict between parliament and monarchy stuart monarchy uh, which led to the wars of three kingdoms it is also known as british civil wars from 1639 to 53 and the kingdoms were england scotland and ireland that is uh, england and it was ruled by the same king charles first so uh, the main three places these three kingdoms came into war in 1651 and the petition of rights was passed on 7th july 1628 bill of rights in 1689 and all the the wars of kingdoms ultimately resolved in 1688 glorious revolution resolved in glorious revolution and next is bill of rights it is also known as uh, a constitutional law of england in 1688 that sets out certain basic civil rights and clarifies who would be next to inherit the crown and that is the bill of rights in england in 1688 also known as the bill of rights in 68 or 88 and this bill of rights lay down limits on the power of monarch and set out the rights of parliament including uh, the requirement of regular parliaments free election free uh, freedom of speech in parliament etc the second one we discussed is the us bill of rights american bill of rights which uh, comprises about the first 10 amendments to the united Uh, states constitution us constitution
and next is about declaration of the rights of man and the citizen uh, then there is a speaking exercise uh, think of a recent incident related to the violation of human rights and share it with a person next to you you can do it as homework and upload in google classroom next is uh, the article you are about to read is the universal declaration of human rights can you guess three things the author mentioned in it work in pairs so oh, it, you should do it as homework we have to discuss about declaration of the rights of man and of the citizen one minute so on 26th august 1789 the french national constituent assembly issued Uh, the declaration of the rights of man and the citizen which defined individual and collective rights at the time of the french revolution so it discussed about the individual and collective rights of french citizen it is issued on 26th august uh, 1789 and it also uh, echoed magna carta in certain key statements and it appeals to ancient and other constitutional documents such as united states declaration of independence uh, but ultimately this declaration rejected appeals to ancient charter of liberties based on the principle that the rights of man were natural universal and inalienable So it is written on 26th August 1789 Magna Carta 1250 Petition of uh, Rights in 1628 And this Declaration of Rights was set by France National Constituent Assembly and it is a human civil rights document from the French Revolution and it was originally drafted by Marcus D Lafayette in consultation with Thomas Jefferson including the doctrine of natural right that is uh, the right of man are held to be universal and it is valid at every time and it is valid in every place so this uh, 1789 declaration uh, together with 1215 magna carta then 1689 bill of rights english bill of rights then 
United States Declaration of Independence. Then 1789, United States Bill of Rights. Inspired in large, the 1948 United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Once more, the 1789 Declaration together with uh, the Magna Carta that is in 1215, then English Bill of Rights in 1689, then U.S. Declaration of Independence 1776 and also Universal, sorry, United States Bill of Rights in 1789. It inspired um, in large part the 1948 United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And the main concept in this Universal Declaration of Human Rights come from the philosophical and political duties of enlightenment such as individualism, social contract as theorized by uh, this genuine philosopher Rousseau. You might have heard of Rousseau. And uh, the separation of powers is posed by Montesquieu. I think you may be familiar with Rousseau and Montesquieu. So, the age of enlightenment, the age of enlightenment means the age of reason, that is intellectual, it was an intellectual and philosophical moment that dominated the world of ideas in Europe during the 17th and 18th centuries. So, it included a wide range of ideas centered on the pursuit of happiness, then sovereignty of reason, evidence of the senses as the primary source of knowledge and advanced ideas such as liberty, progress, toleration, fraternity, then constitutional government and also separation of church and state. Then Rousseau, who is Rousseau? Ron Jack Rousseau. He is a genuine philosopher, writer and composer and his political philosophy influenced the progress of the enlightenment enlightenment throughout europe as well as aspects of the french revolution and also it helped in the development of modern political economical and educational thought then what about montesquieu this montesquieu was a french judge man of letters and also a political philosopher so uh, he is known for his uh, theory of separation of powers separation of power means it refers to a division of states government into branches that is each with the separate independent powers and responsibilities so that uh, the powers of one branch are not in conflict with the other branches so, the typical division is into three branches. Which are the three branches? Legislature, Executive and Judiciary. Which is the Trias Politica model. So, that's all about Montesquieu. So, this Declaration of Human Rights define a single set of individual and collective rights for all men and it was influenced by the doctrine of natural 
rights which are held to be universal and it is valid in every time and it is also valid in all places and if we quote rousseau what is rousseau quote men are born and remain free and equal in rights man is born free but everywhere he is in chains that is what rousseau says so anyway we will come to the lesson first is about uh, reading now read universal declaration of human rights once uh, read it again line by line using the glossary after the lesson you may use a dictionary <coughs> if there are words that you do not understand then attempt to answer the questions that follow so let's begin the lesson human beings are born equal in dignity and rights there are moral claims which are inalienable and inherent in all human individuals by virtue of their humanity alone these claims are articulated and formulated in what we call today what we today call human rights and have been translated into legal rights established according to the law creating processes of societies both national and international the basis of these legal rights is the consent of the governed that is the consent of the subjects of the rights the values of dignity and equality of all members of the human race race like many other basic principles which underlie what we today call human rights can be found in virtually every culture and civilization religion and philosophical tradition human being and human dignity have been disregarded throughout history and continue to be disregarded today Nevertheless the idea of rules common to all citizen dates back many centuries what has been called natural law implies the concept of a body of rules which ought to prevail in society the principles of equality in rights recognized in natural law was long accepted in many societies yet discrimination continues to exist due to ignorance prejudice and fallacious doctrines which try to justify inequality so she begins his essay saying that human beings are born equal in dignity and rights this is a very important statement so everyone each one of you by birth you are equal in all manners this is a society or others who are labeling that you are this you are those you are naming they give separate names to you your car should be brought up as a girl or you should be brought up as a boy and you should do this you have to do that so by birth everyone is considered as equal in dignity and rights and they are also each one of you possess equal rights in your lifetime there is no difference or no change in that all human beings are born equal the same way a person born it is not different in other way everybody is born equal they are considered to be as equal and all these human beings have equal rights in their lifetime so these are moral claims which are inalienable and inherent in all human individuals 
by virtue of their humanity alone so throughout their lifetime this is inherent this is there it cannot be changed these are the moral claims which which are inalienable what do you mean by inalienable inalienable means that which cannot be taken away so it is important to each one of you it cannot be erased or it cannot be changed by any other person or by law it is there it is an unwritten law in the universe that every one of you is born equal in dignity and also in right you have equal right you have equal dignity and you are born equal each one of you are equal and these moral claims cannot be changed by any by any other law and it is inherent it is by by it is innate in each one of you for and for all human individuals by virtue of their humanity and if you are a human being this is there no change in that so these claims are articulated and formulated in what we today call human rights and been translated into legal rights so everybody has your own right to do a thing so what are those things that is called what are your right as a human being so these rights are written or documented that document is called universal declaration of human rights and it is transferred into legal rights also so these claims these claims here means what are your rights your individual rights that are that is said and formulated in this declaration this universal declaration of human rights and later it is translated into legal rights and instead it is established according to the law creating process of societies law creating processes means the consent of government and it is created as a law both national and international so worldwide it is acclaimed as the ba the basic rights of human beings these or such and such rights are considered as the human rights our basic rights it is equal equally important in every part of the world and in every time all time it is important nobody can change this the basis of these legal rights is the consent of the governed that is the consent of the subject of the rights who are subject of the rights this is we are humans are so the legal rights the basis of these legal rights is the consent of the governed who is governed who is the uh, subject we are the subject that is the consent of the subject of the rights we human beings we have our own individual rights it is formulated and drafted in this universal declaration of human rights and it is later translated as legal right and the thing is everywhere human beings are born equal in dignity and rights and these moral claims are inalienable and inherent in all human individuals by virtue of their humanity alone next she says about the values of dignity and equality of all members each and every one is considered as equal only people divide them on the basis of gender caste or race color creed etc but all human beings are born equal that we should bear in mind
so the values of dignity and equality of all members of the human race a race sorry human race like many other basic principles which underlie what we today call human rights can be found in virtually every culture and civilization religion and philosophical tradition so everywhere they are discussing about these things the value and dignity the value of dignity and equality of all members of the human race can be found in all culture all civilization in all religion in all philosophical tradition they are discussing about this so everywhere the first sentence is very important human beings are born equal in dignity and in right so everywhere we can see they are discussing about this and everywhere the basic principle which underlie home human rights is the values of dignity and equality of each and every one and it is discussed in all culture all civilization all religion and all philosophical tradition next she is discussing about human life and human dignity have been disregarded throughout history and continue to be disregarded today nevertheless the idea of rules common to all citizens dates back many centuries what has been called natural law implies the concept of a body of rules which ought to prevail in society the principles of equality in rights recognized in natural law was long accepted in many societies yet discrimination continues to exist due to ignorance prejudice and fallacious doctrines which try to justify inequality so next she is uh, discussing about human life and human dignity so although we are discussing these things for centuries everywhere we can see incidents where they are rejected or where where they are these human rights are violated so it can be seen throughout history and till now it is going on so many incidents are there where human rights are violated so these idea of rules common to all citizens date back many centuries so these ideas they have their own from ages before before uh, ages before also there are there uh, there prevailed these natural laws that everybody should be considered equally all have equal dignity uh, or equality is there so what has been called natural law implies what do you mean by the natural law the concept of a body of rules which ought to prevail in society so every society or every place they have their own laws and these law is enforced by the government or the ruling authority so each and every one of you should follow all these laws for a uh, good rule to provide them with good uh, or to endana nalla reethiyilulla oru society allengil oru moral standard nammalku nammala society il oru moral values acceptable aavanengile allengil oru endana socially acceptable for a socially acceptable society we every one of you should follow all the rules given by the government formulated by the government so the principle of equality in rights recognized in natural law was long accepted in many societies almost all societies all these basic human rights were accepted 
equally accepted or equality everyone should be considered equal nobody should be considered unequal or uh, they cannot be differentiated on the basis of gender caste creed or color race etc so yet discrimination continues to exist due to ignorance prejudice fallacious doctrines which try to justify equality so in all society and culture and or in all places there exist their own laws issued by the governing or the ruling authority but so many incidents are there till now it is violated it is violated in previous years also and now also these uh, rules are violated so why they are violating these rules because it is due to the ignorance or due to prejudice or fallacious or false doctrines which try to justify inequality so according to their one's mental thinking uh, due to the, maybe they are ignorant of some facts or uh, maybe due to prejudice or due to some false doctrines they are considering or they are violating these rules and when violating these rules they are trying this uh, they are trying themselves to justify this inequality on the basis of this caste or creed or race gender or color differences so human life and human dignity have been disregarded throughout history and continue to be so till now it is continuing they are disregarding this today nevertheless the idea of rules common to all citizens so these rules are common to each and every one in the society and it dates back many centuries what has been called natural law implies the concept of a body of rules which ought to prevail in society the principle of equality in rights recognized in natural law was law accepted in many societies so everywhere this natural law is socially accepted yet discrimination but the discrimination till continues in society why this discrimination continues it exists due to the ignorance prejudice and fallacious doctrines which try to justify inequality